doing today welcome to film junkie live february 2nd groundhog day uh, let's hope uh we don't wake up and uh, the day repeats itself right i don't know today's been an interesting day but how's everybody doing today what is going on make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up make sure you subscribe to the channel if you want to become a member do that too hit that notification bell all that stuff got the patreon right there if you want to help with the pirate ship just a little bit more and then, of course, um, we got the uh, Film Junkie Closet down below for merchandise. Who's out there? What are we talking about here? How's everybody doing, huh? All right, let's start from the beginning. I would say he's, uh, whoa, that didn't work. Hold on. There we go. Ah, I would say that Ezra Miller is pretty likable. Oh, yeah, it seems like he is. What's going on, Teron? How you doing? Ah, it's going pretty good, not going to lie. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, he's wildin'. He definitely is, and I'm here for it. I love it, and I love it. What's going on, Danny? So Ezra is saying Flash, Ben Affleck, haha. Well, Warner Brothers, uh, yeah, out there, yeah. Remind him to shush. Ah, you're gonna try to get Ezra Miller to shush? Good luck. Very much good luck. What's going on, Jose? Humping away in the dungeon. There we go. Ah. And as we're saying, he's mocking the article interpretation of what Ben said. Yeah, could be it. Uh, Jose's here, of course. This seems to be nice. Hashtag Ezra is one of us. Hashtag Dave Full Frontal for Rebel Moon. Still trying to get that. Run it by Zach. That's right. What's going on, Mr. Patterson? Good to see you. We got Stephanie here. Always great to see you. We got Citrina Iwi71. Sorry. If I butchered that, I usually do. I'm sorry. We got low spec gaming right here. What is happening? How you doing? Just keep on the music going, huh? Fatty God, always good to see you. We got Wonder Meg here, you know? Sup, fuckers? Like it. How's it going, Meg? Good to see you, of course. Hey, we got Gator Girl right here. My hump, my hump, my hump. You love my lady humps. There you go. Here, Jason. Yes. That's right. Laughing, hopefully, at that opening sketch. What's going on, JD McGray? Yes. Laugh, laugh, laugh. I figured I was like, you know, that was just like a last minute thing. I was like, I need something. I need a sketch. I need a sketch. Well, thank you, Ezra. Thank you for giving me like a little bit of a sketch at the opening. We got Cat right here. The hump day. I wonder if showing Ezra Miller my humps will get him to talk. Well, it's always worth a try. Always worth a try. You know? I always send him a, send him a picture of my, my hump. <laughs> Dude. Will help. What's going on, Claytalian? Good to see you. Hey, look at the shirt. Feeling the Wonder Woman today. That's right. That's right. Feeling that Wonder Woman today. What's going on, Krypton Pictures? Good morning to you. It's good evening over here. These last, uh, I think the, uh, the last two episodes of Boba Fett's are uh, from the season three of The Mandalorian. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's feeling like. Is uh, the Punisher in the background? No. What are you looking at here? Deadpool? I don't know. Who are you looking in the background here? Or me? That's me. I don't know. So, Rosemary, always good to see you, Rosemary. I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. What's going on, Mr. Niner fan for life uh, right there? You know, next year, I'm telling you, it doesn't look like Jimmy's coming back. I saw that uh, 
press conference thing, and it sounded like he was just saying goodbye to everybody. So we'll see where he ends up. It doesn't sound like the Niners are going to resign him, though, right? Uh, I think, uh, well, if it, uh, popularity is there and all it's all going, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know that. Oh, we'll be talking about that, Najid. Good to see you, buddy. Always good to see you. Mm-hmm. All right, so everybody's saying hi to each other. Yep, hi. Everybody's saying hi, hi, hi. Yeah, yeah, we'll be talking about, of course, Ezra Miller's cryptic post, which, of course, was just like, what? <laughs> uh, I love it, though. I love it. And, uh, yeah, we'll get to it. We'll definitely get to it. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, 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 Niner fan. I mean, it's pretty much, they. They. I wonder if they told him, like, hey, this is it for you. If you don't get us to the Super Bowl, yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. Hey, I, I hear the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need a quarterback. Maybe that's where he'll go. Ah, you know, that'd be funny if he's like, oh, yeah. He, because he was always the backup of uh, of Brady when it when it came to the to the to Patriots, so maybe that's what'll happen. I know. I guess we'll see. But yeah, hopefully you guys are having a good day. Get the hump in. Um, I had a fairly easy day. Nothing too crazy, you know, except for you know crazy shit that's happening online, all that stuff. And uh, man, I thought I was gonna, you know, I thought I was gonna be seeing movie. I was gonna see a movie tomorrow. I was actually gonna go see Moonfall because I am looking forward to a Roland Emmerich style, you know, crazy batshit you know, disaster flick, but I'm going to go see Tom Segura instead. Yeah, he's uh, playing over here, right to the uh, the city that's right next to me right over here. And uh, my buddy had an extra ticket. So he was like, you want to see Tom Segura tomorrow? I was like, okay, let's do it. So I'm going to go see Tom Segura tomorrow. He's one of my favorite comedians right now. So yeah, that'll be fun. Sucks that it's on a Thursday, but you know, I, I'll live, you know, I work from home right now, you know, so it's fine. It's totally fine. Hello from Vegas. You know what? Something about Vegas, something about uh, that I found out this uh, weekend, having breakfast with my dad. You know, I always told you that I, I want to, I've always wanted to move to Vegas. And one of the main reasons was because my dad lives there and he's moving back to California. <laughs> yes, him and his wife. Uh, Tracy, who, uh, yeah, he, she, they're, they're both moving back to California to be closer to everybody. It was kind of like, wow, crazy. You know, I should have pulled the trigger a while ago, I guess, because that was one of the reasons why I wanted to move to Vegas because, you know, Hey, my dad's there. Why not? I got other family there too, though. So it's not like, uh, it's totally out of the question, but it kind of made me question, am I still going to move to Vegas? I don't know. I still want to get out of California, but that's, uh, you know. Just thinking about that, I was like, damn. So, yeah. It was one of the main reasons, though. What's going on, Mr. Shamagic? Good to see you. Been watching your videos on the Instagrams. If you guys have, are not following him, do yourself a favor. Guy does great stuff. Great up-close magic, everything like that. Why would anyone move to, move to California? Well, family-wise, and there's certain areas, you know. Yeah, I know. It was kind of like, really? You want to move back here? But... He's doing it. So that was like, shit, man. I guess I'm going to have to rethink, you know, my plans about moving to Vegas. I guess maybe that's not going to be happening now. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I haven't really thought about it too much. So I don't know. I don't know. It was just kind of like a shock because I've been talking about that for a while, but I just never felt comfortable enough to pull the trigger to do so yet. Because it's a big move. You move. 
from state to state, that's a big move. You got to make sure, you know, and stuff like that. And that one of the big selling points was the fact that, you know, he was there. So yep, it's it's all good. It's all good. Mr. Film Junkie, what about Joe Manganiello? What about Joe Manganiello? Sony Pictures UK. I don't think that's the actual Sony Pictures UK, but hey, we can all dream. All right, guys, let's get this whole thing started. I um, appreciate you guys clicking in, of course. Let me go ahead and get my um, tweets uh, right here. Let's get the tweets going. Let's see. Okay, so, all right, where are we at here? Where are we at here? Okay, I'm starting. Oh, yeah, well, let's just start with that because even though we saw it last night, let's look at it again. Oh, shit. <laughs> what the hell did I just do? I had clicked the wrong screen. Sorry, guys. Here we go. Let's just look at this again. <laughs> Why not? You know, why not? Let's look at uh, Sophia Batella. You know, doing her split action. I mean, that's beyond a split. You realize her back leg is like up. It's like literally up more. Yeah. Anyways, you know, we're all looking respectfully. That's all I got to say, right? Looking respectfully right there. But uh, yeah. Then we got Mr. Aaron Bailey right here dropping this art, which looks really cool. We got some uh, Jared Little Joker and some Batfleck right there. Absolutely excellent. Gotta love it. Um, here's a. Uh, hey. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, she got suspended for uh, from the View for about two weeks uh, for her comments on Holocaust and the stuff that you know she probably should have not been talking about. You know, and she didn't really quite knew what she was talking about. If you guys saw the videos, but yes, apparently ABC News President Kim uh, Godwin has effectively. Uh, Suspended Whoopi Goldberg about her comments about the Holocaust and, uh, you know, stuff like that and, and what was going on right there. It's all been pretty crazy. I'm like, man, uh, there's some other people that have been fired for less. <laughs> but OK, you know, it's all pick and choose of how they approach this kind of stuff. But, yeah, it was funny. So I just uh, I made the joke. I'm like, oh, wow, I guess now they should call her whoopsies. Whoopsies, Goldberg. Yeah, maybe next time. If you don't really know the history and stuff like that, just don't talk about it. Just don't talk about it. You know, it's fine. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, even the even the other people in the view kind of look like this kid right here, like uh, awkward. But yeah, here's another piece from uh, Aaron Bailey right here. You know, hey, Mr. Wayne. I mean, that's just essentially what what Bruce Wayne, how he reacts when he uh when he uh, hears Mr. Wayne like that. So it's it's actually pretty funny right there. So um, and then right here, this is pretty this is I, I love this right here. OK, now there's some inconsistencies that the host says. I know I get that, but I'm all about Tom Holland's face. OK, it's priceless. OK, say what you want about Tom Holland and stuff like that. I, you know, he has good reactions, and I love his face right here when he hears that Spider-Man No Way Home is essentially going to pass Avatar, uh, you know, soon. I mean, Avatar is currently third domestically. The host does, you know, say that it is, you know, the most, um, you know, the most at the box office, the most uh, profitable domestic box office. There's actually Force Awakens and Endgame actually beat it out. But I just love his face right here, and I'm sure you guys all Biggest saw this video right Ah. Where are we going here? But here, let me make it full screen. You're this close to having the biggest movie of all time. How does that make you feel? 
I think we're a bit a ways away from the biggest movie of all time, right? No? <laughs> You're 20 million away domestically here in the United States, and you will take over Avatar. That's the story that I'm running here in just a little bit. <laughs> You're this close. I mean, his face right there. His face. I mean, he looks off to the side, but I just love his face. He's like, huh? What? Aw. Priceless. Ah, adorable. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, 20 million away from being the third spot domestically. So, yeah, the host kind of cheesed that one up, but I just loved his face right there. So, um, And then, of course, we have the trailer for uh, After Yang, which if you guys haven't checked it out yet, it's coming out the same day as The Batman. So we talked about that yesterday, how Colin Farrell has two movies coming out where he looks so different. But I finally wa I've, I've watched the trailer right after because I hadn't watched the trailer yet. Right up my alley. Right up my alley when it comes to this trailer right here. Right up my alley. It's a, you know, a drama that takes place in a futuristic world. It's got sci-fi elements. It's about this uh, robot, android, or whatever. You know, there's androids, essentially, that I guess people adopt or whatever. And, yeah, you can see that right there. Looks right up my alley, man. I'm totally uh, A24. Of course, it's going to be something pretty damn good. So, saw that. And I am a part of this. Thank you, Mr. Fear Jason. This is what I'd look like if I was emo. That's right. Uh, no, this is what I look like after I've done a casual Batman sec uh, segment. Yeah, essentially. This is what, when I take off the cowl, it's essentially what I look like. Except for my eyeliner is running really much, much more down my face. Yeah. So good job there, Mr. Fear Jason. Thank you, sir. Hey, we got a little bit of an update. When it comes to the Green Lantern from um, Mr. Uh, Finn uh, Whitrock, what was it? Is that what his name is? Finn Whitrock? Yeah. Is that Whitrock? 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 How do you say it? But uh, apparently he kind of updated uh, what's going on with that Green Lantern series that everybody's like wondering what's going on. He says, uh, I'm sworn to secrecy, of course, and especially since I'm new to the DCU. That's the DCEU there, Finn. Okay, get it straight. I don't want them to kick me out of the universe, but I could tell you that the script is great and I'm just starting to get into Guy Gardner's form. So there you go. Uh, this was the last question Finn answered during uh, the amazing uh, fan Q&A. There were so many wonderful blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so there you go. He did a Q&A thing like that, and he, and he put, pretty much posted that when it came to the Green Lantern. You know, I remember everybody really wanted him to be Nightwing, which, yes, he, de he very much looks like a Dick Grayson. I, I think he might be. I don't know if he's too tall. You know, because Dick Grayson, you know, Dick's still got to be relatively short. He's got to be under six feet. And he looks like a tall gentleman, but I remember people were fan casting him for uh, Nightwing, especially when when Chris McKay was was talking about his Nightwing movie. But uh, yeah, it's going to be Guy Gardner. So there you go. And then once his name's playing Alan Scott, I forgot I forgot what his name was. But so we have two Green Lanterns, but we just have not received any kind of update. But apparently, according to Mr. Finn here, yes, the the script is great, and he's starting to get into uh, his Guy Gardner form. So. There you go. Um, hopefully we receive something else with it, and hopefully the guy with the ball cap does not have his name attached to it. That's all we hope for. Yeah, right? Okay. So there you go. Anyways, moving on. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that, of course. Yeah, we got that. Hey, we got a weird 
weird, awkward Photoshop poster of uh, Mark Wahlberg from Uncharted. But hey, what can you do? Jesus Christ, the lighting is weird. His face is weird. Everything is weird. Kind of weird, but it's sharp at least. Uh, and then you got this, uh, you know, the helicopter that's pulling a, a pirate ship right there. Um, I can already hear my dad cringing, who is a helicopter pilot, going, that can't happen. But, uh, you know, what can you do? That's just the new poster right there. I love this right here, this little drawn thing. What's in the box? What's in the box? Seven. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, then we have Christopher Lloyd right here reveals his uh, his biggest fear. Because if, if we all remember, remember Back to the Future was uh, originally not shot at first with Michael J. Fox. It was, of course, Eric Stoltz because Michael J. Fox couldn't do it because he was working on Family Ties, even though they wanted him badly. Um, and they shot six weeks with uh, Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly. And then, of course, um, they just they just said it didn't work. If you watch the behind the scenes, you could see shots of it. There's some footage of uh, Eric Stoltz. I believe there's one shot still in the movie that is Eric Stoltz. It's where uh, Marty punches Biff. The shoulder is actually still Eric Stoltz or something like that. You can't really notice it. But, uh, yeah, um, but... Christopher Lloyd right here in a recent interview said, my biggest fear was that because I was really working to get Doc right, I thought, I don't know if I can get it up to do, I can get it up to do that again. I was worried about it, but it all worked out. He also talked about um, the chemistry that him and Michael J. Fox had. I mean, they could literally just like, okay, take a break. We're all taking a break. Go to your trailers, rest up, do whatever. We're going to be setting up new shots and they would just get back and the chemistry would be there. And I mean, come on, let's face it. You know, when it comes to Marty and Doc, it's one of the best chemistries out there, man. I mean, come on. When you, when you're talking about, uh, you know, an older character and a young character, just like totally just having chemistry. I mean, this is why back to the future is one of the best movies of all time. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And, uh, you know, and, I, and and you can't tell me that the creators of Rick and Morty, I mean, obviously they fucking, they love Back to the Future and they were like, hey, let's do a batshit crazy animated series that's on acid that's kind of in the same vein of Back to the Future. You know, let's do Rick and, you know, Rick and Morty. I mean, that was the first thing when I got, the first time I watched Rick and Morty, with uh, some friends were like, oh, yeah, this is totally just they they love Back to the Future. These creators do. But, yeah, got to love Back to the Future. You know, what's going on, Tony? How's it going, buddy? Good to see you. Look at the ab game. God damn. I mean, you know, I mean, I've already been envious of Ben Affleck just because, you know, his rugged good looks and his height and his chin and everything like that. But, man, to get back with J-Lo, J-Lo is hotter now than she was back in, you know, when they first went out. I mean, I would, I would say that Ben Affleck's even hotter now. They both aged like fine wine, okay? Now that Ben Affleck got healthy, got sober, I mean, you could see the noticeable change in that man. But, I mean, this woman right here at 50 now, look at the ab game on her. Jesus H. My God. Just absolutely gorgeous right there. Holy Lord. Holy Lord. Hey, new Harley shot right here. That's right. More, I mean, how much how much dancing just did she do in this nightclub? I mean, I mean, we're gonna have to release the air cut to uh, to see that, right? But man, talk about just hotness! By the way, this person right here is wearing a bat mask, a Batman mask. I'm almost thinking, but I don't know. I'm not really looking, and I mean, I'm looking more at her. I mean, we could see some cheekage right there. Jesus Christ, we got some side cheek, guys. Look at the size, the side cheek. 
Nothing wrong with some side cheek right there. Hey, and guess what? CNN is a complete mess because now the president of CNN is walking away because he had an affair with somebody. Jesus Christ, what is happening with uh, media, specifically CNN? Jesus Christ. How many people have stepped down or gotten fired recently? Jesus Christ. Um, that's why you shouldn't watch. Well, you shouldn't watch any of it, <laughs> to be honest. You know, Ugh. but Jesus Christ, seems like CNN's the worst. Anyways, look at little Ezra. I mean, we're going to be talking about Ezra, but he posted this earlier. Aw, that's right. I mean, he almost looks like, you know, <laughs> uh, miniature Spock. He's got a Spock haircut. Almost looks like he's, uh, he's got kind of uh, the Vulcan ears a little bit. But hey, whatever. But yeah, look at, aw, precious little Ezra right there posting himself. Wearing red, too, by the way. It was meant to be. Meant to be that he was going to be the Flash right there. Adorable. Then we got the Ghostbusters uh, Twitter, of course, posting that it was a Groundhog Day today and posting, a, you know, a little bit of a splicing in between of Groundhog Day and Ghostbusters Afterlife. And then, you know, we have Bill Murray right here, too. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't know how long ago this was, but, you know, just uh, getting back into that character, which I love Groundhog Day. I should watch it this weekend or something. Oh, hey, guess what, guys? You know, according to some people, you know, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, you know. He just uh, he's what he talks about when he talks about being in the flash. He's he's not he he's not happy about it. He's not confident. Multiple Batman yourself. Yeah. Batman on screen. Think about it. I don't I'm I'm excited. So basically, Michael Keaton, we've already seen this before because this is like old interview. And Michael Keaton's essentially just saying, like, I don't think about the fan reaction. I just think about, you know, I just want to do the job. And, you know, I want it. It's a lot of fun. And he's totally digging it. But of course. The fans that just want to use every excuse to shit on the Flash, they want to just, you know, say that. Like Moody Bruce right here. Even Keaton isn't confident with the movie uh, Flash and uh, Warner Brothers' decisions with it. Yeah, 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 that's right. Because Michael Keaton is uh, totally going to be, you know, unless he's doing fucking backflips and, and just, you know, jumping up on the chair like fucking Tom Cruise on Oprah's goddamn couch. Yeah, yeah, he's not confident in the first movie of the multi-picture fucking deal that he signed for, uh, you know, he's just not, you know, who cares a shit? He doesn't give a shit. He's not confident. Good Lord. Shut the fuck up, man. I mean, I, I get it. If you don't want to see The Flash, don't see The Flash. But don't use every little fucking thing to try to trash it. You know, that reminds me of when everybody, when other people use every little fucking thing to trash on Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League, Jesus Christ. God, again, these guys have turned into the very fucking thing that they fought against like four or five years ago. Speaking of Ben Affleck, you fucking sexy bitch. Look at this guy. Ripping up that, uh, yeah, he just uh, about to throw his typewriter right there. Jesus Christ, you handsome devil, you. Yeah, that was for, uh, that was for EW right there. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, I, I, we, we just got to say, Ben Affleck, or, uh, yeah, uh, what do they call, what do they call, um, what do they call, like, uh, the cup when, like, them combined? Don't they have a combined name or something like that? But anyways, Ben Affleck and, uh, Ben Affleck and J-Lo, they're just two sexy bitches. Come on. I mean, they belong together. 
Um, right here. Um, anybody looking forward to Suicide Squad kill the Justice League? It's going to be delayed until 2023. That's right. This is from Rocksteady right here. Um, I'm actually surprised that some of the people didn't be like, fucking Warner Brothers. No, it's not Warner Brothers. It's goddamn Rocksteady. Um, but Warner Media has quietly delayed. <laughs> you know, it does say Warner Media has quietly delayed. But hey, good. Hey, if it's not ready, it's not ready. Take your time. Don't, don't we have Gotham Knights coming out? This this year, so hey, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, kill the Justice League next year. So yeah, it's been delayed. So hey, in the meantime, just release the fucking air cut. <laughs> that's all you gotta do. We'll be fine. Just release the fucking air cut. You know, that's all you gotta do. Uh, we got Mr. Alexander Skarsgård, a new uh, shot from him from the Northman, which I'm really looking forward to. Looking uh, shredded, shredded right there. About to uh, do the battle charge. And yeah, here's another interview right here with uh, Michael Keaton talking about how uh, how emotional he got when he put on the bat suit again. So, yeah, again, you know, just ignore the people that are just like fucking hell, man, or just like trying to trash this movie with, you know, but it's like it's like you, uh, you could troll the movie, you could trash something, but, you know, at least be good about it, you know, at least... At least have something, you know, there's, I have concerns for the movie. I do. Okay. I'm not just going like, it's going to be the best movie ever. It's going to be better than Spider-Man. No way. No, I'm not doing that. It's going to make a billion dollars. I'm not saying that, but Jesus Christ, it's dumb. How's everybody doing in Chicago? (laughs) Any, uh, (laughs) any, uh, uh, you know, Imperial Walkers going on right here. I mean, that's pretty funny right there. Chicago weather, weather, I thought, there you go. This one's for the ladies. Uh, I'm telling you, I want uh, I want Mr. Edgerton to be uh, the MCU uh, Wolverine. I got to turn that down, but he's dancing to Beaches. I don't want to get a copyright, so but yeah, just dancing in a towel, looking fucking huge. I don't know this guy put on probably like how many pounds, but I'm like, hey, him and Hugh Jackman, they both you know Hugh Jackman can dance, he sings, he does like Broadway stuff, he does musical stuff, but look at this guy right here. You can't tell me that can't be a Wolverine. That's my, you know, that's my choice for a Wolverine in the MCU. You know, there you go, Mr. Edgerton. Why not? I know. See, Stephanie, I'm just totally like uh, giving you uh, all the all the goody stuff. But then we got Vanessa Hudgens. I mean, come on. Yeah, gotta. I I, I guess my timeline was pretty horny today. <laughs> I would. I, I guess I was pretty. Uh, you know, I was in a mood. It's Hump Day, so. I was posting, you know, I was retweeting a lot of sexiness that was happening right here. Jesus Christ. So, you know, so then, you know, but then naturally you see Vanessa Hudgens. This is like a recent photo shoot. So I was like, yep, yep. Look at that. She's gorgeous. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, let's just stare at that for the rest of the show. I wish. But uh, there you go. We've got to love it. Hey, Miss Wonder Meg. So here's how you do it right here, guys. So Wonder Meg's uh, birthday is uh, this month and she doesn't want any gifts. Because, you know, she has like 577 Funko Pops. I think she's good. She's got a bunch of collectibles. So it's like, no, no, no. Don't get a gift. Donate to AFSP. Okay. So she made a birthday uh, campaign, you know, proud supporter of uh, of the American um, Foundation for Suicide uh, Prevention. So if you go to her Twitter or if you go to mine because I retweeted it, click it, donate. There you go. That'd be the ultimate birthday uh, gift to her right there. So go ahead and do that. She's doing that. Really good stuff. Really like it. You know, that's the way to do it right there. Yes, AFSP. It's what it's all about, folks. 
what it's all about. Of course, we'll talk about that. Yep, yeah. She already smashed her goal. Look at that. Good job. Good job. See, that's what that's what I'm talking about when it comes to certain things like that. It's like, yeah, that's just something good. I, I'm hoping to do like another little uh, fundraiser stream if a certain somebody, you know, will come on the stream again. Look at these sexy bitches right here. Yes, that is the cast of the Batman right there. Just, uh, yeah, there you go. There's your Riddler, your Penguin, your Batman, and your Catwoman right there. Just uh, chilling in black suits. That's right. And uh, screw you, Steven. Steven, of course, put, posted this right here. Remember this? <laughs> I am. I personally believe that 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 they're not. They all didn't shoot this together. I think. I think uh, uh, Russell Crowe just stood in front of a green screen or something. I don't think he's actually there. Um, you know, you got Tom Cruise. That's you know, obviously. I mean, man, he was very. Uh, look at the veins in his fucking. And his arms right there. Remember this? Remember the dark universe? Yeah, this was supposed to be the dark universe right here. Invisible Man, Frankenstein, Dr. Uh, Mr. Hyde, you know, all this stuff right here. Sophia Patella, don't worry. Zack Snyder saved her. But remember that. I just remember when Steven, yeah, Steven posted that right there. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that shot. I remember that shot. But, yeah, if you wanted to see where uh, these uh, these people right here, even uh, even Matt Reeves had his own little photo shoot right there, wearing a sweater and rocking that mustache. I tell you, he's such a dad. Such a dad. We got Robert Pattinson right here reveals uh, he's currently working on three original projects for HBO Match, Max, which uh, he hopes will move forward in the next few months. I only want to do original stuff. Well, why are you doing the Batman then? <laughs> That's kidding. I'm sure that's a whole different thing. It's original Batman. Maybe. I don't know. So every single thing is based on an original idea that I came up with or a writer. So there you go. Robert Pattinson. Um, yeah, looking. He's doing his best. Uh, Chris, Kristen Stewart impression. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, he's going to be doing some original content on HBO Max. So there you go. Oh, Why? Why, 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 why? Why do they keep asking these directors? But at the same time, it does get them trending. So I kind of, you know, it's, it's, I guess it could work in their favor. What the hell is that? Um, Roland Emmerich. Obviously, he has Moonfall coming out this weekend. Um, but he had, of course, to, to make, a, you know, he had to talk about the fact that, you know, these people always want to ask how we feel, how the, how certain directors feel about superhero movies, Star Wars movies. And uh, right here, Roland Emmerich, Marvel movies and Star Wars are ruining our industry a little bit. So, <laughs> oh, yes, this is uh, he told the Den of Geek right here when asked if uh, the director, the disaster genre has changed over the recent years. Basically, he said, because naturally Marvel and DC Comics and Star Wars are pretty much taken over. It's ruining our industry a little bit because nobody does anything original anymore. Emmerich added uh, later added, you should make bold new movies, you know, and I think actually Christopher Nolan is the master of that, which is true. He is someone who can make movies about whatever he wants. I have a little bit of heart. Uh, let's see. I have it a little bit harder, but I still have a big name, especially when it's when it's a disaster movie or has some sort of disaster theme. So there you go. 
Uh, he dabbled in the franchise, of course, all that, and it flopped, and uh, I should have stopped making a movie because, uh, let's see, he talks about, of course, Independence Day Resurgence. I should have stopped making the movie because we had a much better script than I had to really fast cobble uh, another script together. I should have just said no because all of a sudden I was making something I criticized myself, a sequel. So there you go. So even he is not too happy about what happened when it came to uh, Independence Day Resurgence, which, yes, it was nice to see people back, but, you know, no Will Smith sucked, and then, yeah, the movie just was not that great. There was a there was one scene that I thought was really cool, but it's just funny when Roland Emmerich says, like, you know, try to make original movies. It's like, well, why can't you do that? <laughs> hey, I don't mind. I, I, I'm all about a Roland Emmerich disaster flick. Yes, I'm all about it, you know? I, I love his disaster flicks, but Jesus Christ, you can't really say, you know, you can't really put out the whole thing like, you know, try to strive for original flicks. It's like when you're constantly just like, all right, how else can I destroy the world? But then again, you know, it is not based on an existing property. So I could see a little bit of his point, but it's like, hey, interviewers, can we stop asking these directors how they feel about these movies or something like that? I don't know. But, you know, I guess it could help because then they trend and then they, uh, you know, they get there and it's some promotion for their movie. I don't know. That's just what it, what we're all saying. I'm here. I'm just typing out a question for, oh, Captain Get a Girl is here. What's going on, Ryan? Good to see you. All right. Let's talk about the main topic here. First off, I mean, this one just kind of came out of nowhere, which, of course, is Mr. Ezra Miller posting a cryptic screenshot that he drew on um, on his Instagram stories. He's kind of taking a page. He's taking a little bit of a, a page out of, uh, out of uh, well, Zack Snyder and David Ayer's book, you know? A little bit of that, I would say. So, And uh, I will have to say right here, thank you, sir, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Thank you. Ahoy. Thank you for the $50 super chat. Much appreciated, sir. Hope you, uh, yeah, doing well. So, episode six of Boba Fett, Star Wars, fans jizzing in their pants. Essentially, yes. <laughs> Pretty much. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But thank you, uh, Jason, for that super chatter. Always been so kind to me, and I appreciate it, sir. But, yeah, we'll talk about Boba Fett, of course. That's going to be the fourth topic. And, uh, yeah, much appreciated. Much appreciated. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi. Hi, legend. Um, anyways, Okay. But thank you, Jason. Appreciate that. So, anyways, so obviously we've seen we've seen the uh, the screenshot, and uh, of course I'll bring it up right right meow. Um, let's see, here we go. So here's the screenshot right here that he's posted on his uh, Instagram stories, and it's essentially I don't even know what article it is, but of course it has um ben affleck's picture which it's not it's not from Zack snyder's justice league I, you could tell by the color grading he looks a little blue not from Zack snyder's justice league it's it's that for some reason everybody who writes an article about ben affleck's batman they use this fucking shot i don't know why they keep on using this shot i mean it i mean it's essentially a good shot but i'm like can you use the one from Zack snyder's justice league that of course is like better and you can actually see that his suit is not bluish doesn't have a blue hue over it it actually is black and gray Ugh. but yeah so he did this and wrote the ha 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 
over it. This almost looks like almost like an anarchy A right there. So, um, and then he underlined one last time. So what does this mean? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I mean, of course, naturally, um, everybody in the fandom is like going, scratching their heads, rubbing their chins, like, what it? What wait, wait, what does Ezra mean about that? What is? What, what does he mean about that? I'd have, <laughs> what, what's going on? You know, and then everybody starts asking questions. To me, I'm loving the fact that Ezra Miller is utilizing his social media, and seems like when he makes certain posts, guess what happens? Trends. It trends. You can't tell me that some of this this screenshot's going to end up showing up on the big, you know, the trades tomorrow. Possibly. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know if it's going to have as much of an impact as his KKK video. Probably not. But um, but I think uh, I think Ezra, I mean, obviously, he's just, uh, I mean, he's a little bit of a, you know, he's he's uh, he's um, a firecracker, I guess you could say. We never know what he's going to post, but I'm here for it. I'm here for whatever he has to post. If he's going to rile up some shit, fine by me. I mean, Zack Snyder does that. David Ayer does that. Anytime they do like a cryptic post, guess what? Everybody's like, everybody's just like, you know, starting to looking like Charlie Day and trying to connect all the dots. Like, what does he mean? What does he mean? What does he mean? I mean, naturally, we would love it if it meant that the fact that he said that he underlined... Um, the, the one last time is like, oh, 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 well, this obviously means that Ben Affleck just signed a new five picture deal. Oh, my God. Well, let's pump the brakes a little bit. OK, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Um, and then, of course, naturally, it's like, what is the Joker going to be in the flash? What the fuck? That would be insane if that happened. But who knows? That might be a bit of a stretch, too. Who knows? It could just be Ezra just trolling, not really trolling, but just, you know, Utilizing his platform, I think he's going to be doing a lot of this, to be honest, to lead up to the Flash. I think, for the most part, is uh, Ezra. Ezra is just a. Um, he's going to quietly kind of like you know give the elbow to like uh, to Warner Brothers and how the decisions that they've made. But at the same time, he doesn't want to like uh, get fired, obviously, because he is working for Warner Brothers. He's in two big franchises currently so obviously he doesn't want to poke the bear too hard but uh you know and and hopefully he doesn't get himself in trouble when it comes to all this but i just love the fact that he is kind of just like huh you know doing all that and then somebody reached out to ezra because apparently he will respond to people when it comes to uh to his dms to his dms on instagram and this is the screenshot right here that was posted which, you know, no, I love, uh, well, okay, so this person right here said, can I ask you something? And then they posted the screenshot, put a bunch of emojis, and said, I'm freaking out. Okay, you didn't ask anything. <laughs> First off, can I ask you something? And they're like, boop, boop, boop. I'm like, so where's, where's the question? You said, can I ask you something? And you didn't ask anything. You just posted something, and then you posted emojis, and said, you're freaking out. But Ezra Miller just said, fuck, me three, bro. I love that response. Me three, bro. So there you go. He's just keeping it going, keeping it going. Okay. I mean, there's odds are, I mean, there's a possibility that Ezra, you know, might, you know, might have had a bong in his hand at the time. We know he likes, he likes the, uh, the wacky tobacco, which is perfectly fine. I'm glad that he does. You know, that's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, let's, um, if he shows up on the vodka stream and he pulls out a fucking doobie, I'm like, all right, are we doing this? Let's uh, let's make it a let's make it a high stream. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, but so there was his reaction to it. So, but, you know, when it comes to uh, when it comes to this right here, I just don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I am waiting for next week now. What is he going to post next week? I mean, like I said, he's a bit of a firecracker. I think I think he's seen what specifically Zach has done with his Vero and what he does and the fact that he created a lot of hype. Just, just, and, and got his movie out that was supposed to be forgotten, you know? And, you know, you, you can't tell me that the people that are involved with The Flash are seeing the discourse, a little bit of the discourse, seeing the hate for it and all this stuff. I just kind of find it funny that the people who are like trying to find any reason to fucking hate this movie and throw shit at it, now they're just like, they see Ezra's post and they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, which is, wait, 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 what now? You're, you're, what, what, what do you, what, what? Now you're like, what? You're getting, what? You're getting hyped for something? Wait, wait, wait a minute. You're boycotting, boycott Warner Brothers. Boycott Warner Brothers, I thought. No, 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 no. You're supposed to boycott Warner. No. Oh, wait, but you want them to, re- okay. I don't, I'm still trying to figure that out. Boycott, but give me what I want. I don't know. Yeah. I, I still don't know. I still don't know the logic of it all. Still trying to wrap my head around it. Doesn't make sense, you know. And it's, you know, it's funny, too, because uh, this was all supposed to be like fans. Let's unite. Um, Let's uh, suicide awareness, you know, AFSP, you know. But uh, I think some people have forgotten about that. But, you know, what can you do? What can you do? But people need to calm down. Yes, Jason, I I agree. You know, let's not look too into this. Not look too into this. But, of course, that's asking a lot because there's, of course, going to be people that are going to be like freaking out. And all of a sudden there's going to be all these campaigns and stuff like that. Oh, we got to reignite this, reignite that and and whatever. But I think uh, I think Ezra is just having a little fun. He's creating he's creating um, some conversation, some discussion, because obviously, you know, <laughs> this just happened like three, three and a half hours ago. And here we are. That's like we're talking about it. So, but I love it. I, I really hope that he keeps on doing shit like this. I really do. Okay. I really do because he hasn't really had a social media presence, but now he has. And, you know, we had, of course, somebody asked him about, um, is the flash going to erase what Snyder did? And he responded to that saying like, there's no way that that you could release, uh, erase such masterful fucking filmmaking. I'm totally not even saying what his actual quote is but of course he praised Snyder and all that stuff so I love the fact that he responded to that I love the fact that he posted a video pretty much all right yeah we're, we're confirmed this this Instagram a lot of people some people thought it wasn't really him but he posted a video and not only did he just go like not just post a video about like hey I'm Ezra Miller this is my my Instagram no he said fuck you KKK <laughs> you know you know basically just said go ahead kill yourself you know go ahead and kill yourself while wearing the flash ring and I love that. So bring on more Ezra Miller stuff. I'm all about it. Keep on, keep on keeping on. And then maybe, you know, he, he might be the secret weapon to kind of get some people back to be like, hey, it's not so bad, guys. I get it. But hey, support, support the move, support the filmmakers. OK, this. Yeah. I mean, that's always been my stance is like support the filmmakers, support the people involved. Yes, the studio fucking sucks. But, you know, what could he do? So. We have that, and then we have um, J.K. Simmons, this little handsome devil right here, showing up on the um, the Batgirl movie set. 
course, to uh, to play his uh, his role of uh, of Jim Gordon right here. And uh, we're, we're going to go through some of this right here. Um, and something interesting, of course, when it came to uh, when it came to uh, his uh, images right here. So this is the first one that was posted right here, which was um, this is from, uh, of course, uh, me being boring. So thank you for the, the images right here. We have him right here just getting ready to go, wearing his mask and uh, yeah, very much dressed up like Jim Gordon. But then we got full on Jim Gordon right there. Look at him. God damn it. He looks good. Ah, he looks, uh, he looks good. I mean, I'm telling you, J.K. Simmons, a great, fantastic Jim Gordon right here. So there's a great shot right there. And then if you notice, and some people did too, was just like, wait a minute, he has red hair. Fucking red hair, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, looks like this is a flashback because this is, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's Barb. And then Barbara's right here, young Bar young Babs, young Babs right here, young Babs. So there you go, flashback, flashback of the Gordons right there. So that, that I don't know if this uh I don't know I don't think this actress has been announced yet of who's playing young Babs, but that's her right there. That's young Babs. So this is a, definitely a flashback right there. So. Gotta love that. Kissing the wife goodbye. There you go. So we got that. And then there was some other stuff too. That's a good shot of the uh, the Gordons right there. But apparently tomorrow is going to be an explosive event at the Gordons family townhouse. Here's some exclusive, exclusive set photos of the crew conducting blast tests. So this is supposed to be at the Gordons. Uh, so Firefly... Um, please, I mean, the only thing I'm worried about this, I mean, look at that. That's pretty damn cool. Look at that fucking shot. That is a beautiful shot right there of whatever they're using for the blast. Please, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so, I mean, some, some people might see, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think it's going to be okay. I don't think, uh, I don't think they're going to kill off uh, <laughs> a younger Jim Gordon. Um, and I very much think it's going to be, you know, obviously, um, so, yeah, there's going to be this. So I'm guessing there's, I don't know if I guess Firefly is going to be involved or it's going to be something else. I don't know. I think they're kind of setting up the origin story. I don't know. We're going to see what happens. But uh, this is what's going to be happening, too. They're doing a little test. So we're probably going to get more. We're probably going to get a video tomorrow, the next day or something like that, of this big, huge explosion that's going to be happening at the townhouse. You know, you don't mess with the, yeah. Uh, you don't mess with family. You just don't mess with family right there. So think they're just kind of setting the stage of why uh you know why uh firefly yeah why firefly but yes so there you go guys that is what's happening on the uh the set of batgirl and uh jk simmons looks good but yeah immediately it was just like oh wait he's got red hair that's a flashback and then of course you see a little girl that looks like leslie grace as a little girl so it is definitely a flashback um hopefully he's also present day i don't know i don't I, I'm, I'm not thinking that it's always gonna just gonna be flashbacks but it's adding a little bit to the uh okay okay so there you go at least we have that that's good that's good so yeah totally uh digging that i'm digging that i mean i mean the red hair everything like that and you know so um 
hopefully we get a better shot. Hopefully we get some, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see a shot of, of Gordon also like present day, you know? So will I be boycotting Batgirl? No, I will not be boycotting Batgirl. I'm not boycotting anything. I am one of those, I'm called the film junkie, okay? I love movies. What can I say? And I love the, you know, and yes, there are uh, shitty studios out there, sure. And that sucks that they are shitty. But hopefully it'll get less shitty when it comes to April or May. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to be boycotting anything. I don't boycott things. If I choose not to see anything, I just won't see it. Okay? I don't go on Twitter and pound my keyboard every day proclaiming that I'm going to boycott because that makes me feel tough. Okay? Okay? You know? Because my ding-dong is this big now. Jesus Christ. Hiding behind an avatar? You know, boycott! Hashtag! Wow, you're tough shit. Ugh, look at you go. Not gonna have any effect. Boycott the Batman? Yeah, I don't think so. Not gonna happen. Holy crap. Anyway, so there you go. Good old uh, J.K. Simmons as uh, Gordon right there, so. Now let's talk about Channing Tatum. Remember when Channing Tatum was trying to get a Gambit movie made? Yeah. And everybody was like, cool. And then there was like, there was like a, we kept hearing stuff about it. And then there was a chance that he was actually going to direct his Gambit movie. Well, obviously he's now promoting the, uh, the movie Dog. Obviously, because, you know, that's, that movie's coming out this, uh, this month. So... Um, let's see. Channing Tatum was traumatized after Gambit fell apart and says script was Deadpool-esque. Okay, Deadpool-esque. Well, fully Deadpool, but Deadpool-esque right here. For years, the running joke of the X-Men film universe was that Gambit was never going to be made. The film had a massive star attached with Channing Tatum fully excited to take on the mutant hero, but the studio just couldn't get the script right, and the director and directors wouldn't uh, would come and go endlessly. Ultimately, when Fox was acquired by Disney, it appeared Gambit was truly dead. While Gambit doesn't seem like it's ever going to get made, the journey of trying to bring the character to life was stuck with Channing Tatum. Speaking of the variety, while promoting Dog, Channing Tatum went through the drama and heartache that happened during his time uh, of trying to get Gambit off the ground. For those unaware, Gambit is, oh, yeah, we know, yeah, we know Gambit. Apparently, the biggest issue with getting Gambit in production was the insistence that Tatum and his filmmaking partner, Reed Carolyn, wanted to direct the film themselves. Fox just wasn't having that. The studio, this is from Tatum right here, the studio really didn't want us to direct it. They wanted anybody but us, essentially, because we had never directed anything, which is fucking dumb. I think that'd be... That's kind of awesome right there because... Okay, so that would have been unique. That would have been different. The fact that the star of this movie would have directed also. I mean, we always talk about Ben Affleck and his Batman movie. And, you know, I always said, like, Jesus Christ, there's no way in hell that he would be able to direct that, to direct that, that heavy bat suit and having to check the, the fucking, you know, the playback and whatever the hell. That would have been so taxing on him. But what if Ben Affleck had somebody like a co-director too, you know, where he didn't have to have always have to look at everything and he could just 
still be a director, but be a co-director. This actually makes sense. Is like the fact that Tatum had his buddy right here, Mr. Car- Carolyn, you know, to, to co-direct. So then, you know, it would it would it would help it. And to me, that sounds like that would have been a good idea, to be honest. Interesting. Um, interestingly, Tatum and Carolyn ended up making their directional debut with this movie, Dog. So there you go. I didn't realize that was the case. So apparently it's co-directed by uh, by Tatum. Overall, Tatum describes the tone of his failed Gambit film as similar to Deadpool. And according to the actor filmmaker, his version of the superhero would lean into the criticisms of the character who is often seen as a bit ridiculous with his with his pink outfit with a, a big leather trench coat. And this is a quote right here. He says, they would call him flamboyant in his uh, description. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. He was just the coolest person. He could pull anything off. Most superheroes, their outfits uh, are uh, utilitarian. And Batman's got a, his belt. Gamut's like, no, this shit's just, just fly, bro. This shit walked down the Paris runway last year. He's just wearing the stuff that's so dope because... He loves fashion, and it's true. Gambit does look weird, and that headgear that he has too, and the hair, and the staff, and all, and throwing fucking playing cards at people. You know, ultimately, um, we know Gambit is likely never going to happen. Well, if it does, it won't be the same version that Tatum wanted to bring to the world years ago. And because of of that hardship, the actor explained that he hasn't been able to watch Marvel films since. Once Gambit went away, I was so traumatized. I shut off my Marvel machine. I haven't been able to see any of the movies. I love that character. I was just too sad. It was like losing a friend because I was so ready to play him. Judging by the upcoming Marvel. Yep, not going to happen. So poor Channing Tatum, man. Bet you hopefully he got that Cajun accent down. You know, that was what some people were wondering about that. I mean, we had a version of Gambit played by what's-his-name and, of course, Wolverine Origins, which was, eh, wasn't that great. <laughs> Let's face it, wasn't that great. Um, but I think Channing Tatum would have probably, you know, him and his buddy probably would have gave a little bit of life to it, and it probably would have been a hit. I think it would have been a hit. You know, what's funny about that is, like, when I was growing up, I was always a DC guy. Never really got into the Marvel side, but I had one of my one of my best friends was a marvel guy he was an x-men guy and he loved gambit he just loved gambit and uh you know so obviously i've read some of the stuff and i'm like yeah gambit's a cool very interesting character when it comes to the marvel universe and it was just funny how when the movies came about they just didn't touch gambit they didn't touch gambit and they decided to touch gambit in mar in uh wolverine origins and then they just didn't know what to fucking do i mean it I thought it was kind of cool when he, you know, took the cards and he was, did his whole thing and was flinging the cards. Cool, yeah, that's part of Gambit, but I don't know. It just didn't, still didn't feel right. And it sounded like Channing Tatum was going to be like, all right, yeah, the character's ridiculous. We can make a Deadpool-esque and then, you know, we'll do something with that. But So there you go. You know, not too shabby, hey. Ah, what's going on, Andre? How you doing, bud? Um, but yeah, so there you go. That's what Channing Tatum had to say. Apparently, it traumatized him so much that he has yet to see a Marvel movie since. It was like four years that he was trying to get this off the ground. So that sucks. Kevin Feige, give this man his Gambit movie. It's not going to happen. When the fuck are we going to get a Gambit, though? You think you think Kevin Feige is going to do it? Well, first, he's got to bring the fucking mutants into this damn thing. 
And like I said, Mr. Edgerton, Wolverine. All right, Book of Boba Fett. All right, well, I'm going to talk about some spoilers here, by the way, guys. So if you haven't seen the episode yet, I would suggest, uh, uh, I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you the, the warning before I start talking about some of the spoilers when it comes to Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 6. Um, even though it's very difficult, I'm not going to go into deep spoilers. I'm just going to talk about who showed up. That's all, because this episode was chock full of fucking cameos. And guess what? Guess what this episode lacked? Boba Fett. <laughs> Again. Uh, we assume there was one one little one little scene. One little scene though that he was there. But yeah, it was still very much. I mean, that's why I kind of made the joke in the beginning with the sketch. It's like, all right, so did they just like realize like, okay, now book of Boba Fett? Yeah, sure, we're gonna establish Boba Fett as this character. But we're also gonna just we're just going to cram some, you know, cameos and stories, stuff like that. And I'm not saying that it's a, entirely a bad thing. I think anybody who's a diehard Boba Fett is just not liking this, you know. And I, I was, you know, I, I don't have, I haven't read, like, all the books. I've done some, you know, reading of things when it comes to Boba Fett, Boba Fett, you know. And I've had my issues already with this, uh, with this series, but... The past few episodes, of course, have been not very Boba Fett. I mean, obviously, the last one was essentially, uh, you know, it was a it was a Mandalorian season three episode, first season three, full on him. But of course, it still ties into the series. So when it comes to this one right here, when it comes to uh, I know, I, and, and and you know what? And the thing is, though, it's smart. In my in my brain, yes. I mean, I can understand. I mean, obviously, you go watch the vodka stream on Friday. Um, you know, I had three screen rant guys on there. We had Mr. Keys, Mr. Dice, and Mr. Colbert. They're all not they're all not really not too big of fans of what's happening with Boba Fett. And if you looked at the Twitter, they didn't like this, you know, not too much of this episode too. But um, but, uh, you know, and I can understand that. I can understand that, like, diehard Boba Fett fans are probably not too happy what's happening with this series right now. They're probably like, all right, they're trying to, like, all right, you got to win me over, you got to win me over, and they just haven't got one over yet. And I totally get that because even even I have the issues with it. We talked about it yesterday when, when Kevin Smith said, you know, the fact that he's always got his, you know, he's got his helmet off. And it's not like he obviously doesn't have the he's on a Mandalorian where they have to keep their helmet on all the time, but it's just something about Boba Fett with the helmet on all the time. And it just seems like a lot of the times he's just walking around without the helmet and he's just holding it. And just like, you know, it's just doesn't feel very Boba Fett. I think there needs to be a better balance of the helmet wearing kind of scenes. I guess you could say that's my opinion on it. It's like a little bit more helmet, a little bit more helmet, a lot less uh, veneers shining out there, you know? Uh, <laughs> but, um, Okay, so spoiler alert. Let's talk about one particular character, all right? Spoiler alert. So I'm just saying, if you haven't seen it yet and you still are going to see it, I would say turn off the stream now. Bye. Love you. Thank you for uh, clicking in. All right. So three, two, one. All right. The Luke Skywalker. Deep fake. Younger Luke. Holy shit, did that improve? My God. Very impressed. I'm sure... Even if uh, you're still sticking around with all this. And uh, I'm sure you saw in your timeline shots of Luke Skywalker, young Luke. Jesus Christ, was that a big improvement from when we saw him at the end of Mandalorian Season 2. Wow. And apparently they hired 
the guy who did the deep fake, who improved it on YouTube. Apparently, I read something that they hired him, and my God, did that... Sh- my God. Huh. It was so good. They hired the guy, yes, who did that, and my God, did it make a goddamn difference, because this wasn't just one little tiny scene that he shows up in. Luke is very much in this whole episode. You know, he's teaching Grogu, and it was cool to see Grogu again. It was adorable. You kind of go, oh, geez, he's so cute, so cute, you know? And he's trying to learn the Jedi ways. So we got scenes of that, and then scenes of Mondo, and then course we have some other stuff too that happens one one little tiny scene with with boba fett um you know when mondo shows up a little bit because he's gonna eventually help him i mean it's gonna lead somewhere sure but man it just it does seem like the cram i mean there's a there's a character that shows up which was a cool scene but there's a character that shows up that uh was uh more of a character in the uh the uh the clone series which i still gotta finish that i gotta i really gotta do rebel uh was it rebel whatever the hell um, and then, uh, of course, uh, the Clone Wars, I got to watch, I got to finish it. I think I've gotten like halfway through them. I got to fucking finish that stuff. So, um, yeah, I got to catch up on the, uh, the animation because some of these characters I'm like, uh, oh, okay. So there you go. But yeah, so a character, another character showed up, which that was cool. But I mean, the main thing was, was like, and then of course, Ahsoka, she shows up too, which were, a lot of Star Wars fans were like, holy shit. My God, this is crazy because you got Ahsoka and you got Luke that are just like in the same scene together. And they just did a phenomenal job. I'm like, holy crap. I mean, and some people were wondering like, hey, how, how do they achieve the voice? You know, Mark Hamill's voice. I'm like, well, you got to remember. Yeah, Mark Hamill, of course, has, you know, your voice obviously gets a little grungier. I mean, look at look at Nick Nolte. I mean, that guy's like 107 years old. He talks like this. That's right. You know? So, you know, your voice does change as you get older. It gets a little growlier, I guess you could say. That's right. My Nick Nolte impression. Um, but, you know, Mark Hamill's a professional voice actor, so he can tweak his voice. But I'm, I'm sure they did a little tweaking also in post as well. So, um, you know, but so it just all was pretty. I mean, yeah, maybe a couple of shots. You kind of see the lighting looks a little off on the face. But for the most part, on some of those goddamn good those shots, it looked goddamn flawless, man. So I was like, props to them. I really enjoyed the episode. Um, I did still enjoy the episode. I mean, but I get I get fans that are just kind of going, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, are we just like uh, doing everything that they that um, that they want? And, you know, I mean, even um, uh, uh, Stephen himself, uh, he wrote an article that he posted today. And uh, it's a good article. Go check it out. And, he, you know, he talked about it, too. It says... Disney Star Wars biggest problem is a focus on canon over plot. So go to Screen Rant and read um, Cole Bird's um, article about this if you want to. You know, it says Star Wars canon can be a great asset to world building and storytelling, but Disney Star Wars often prioritizes canon connections over plot. And yes, I totally see that. I totally agree with that. It seems that we're seeing that a lot when it comes to Boba Fett because I think when it was announced that we were getting a Boba Fett series, book Boba Fett, that um, a lot of us are like, oh, shit, there we go. We're going to like, it's going to be like the Old West. It's going to be like all the bounty hunter type world. And then we kind of got more of that with Mandalorian. And everybody's kind of like, okay, so well, what's, uh, are we, what are we going to do for Boba Fett? Because, you know, a lot of the stuff that we wanted for uh, 
you know, for Boba Fett, you did Mandalorian. So what are we going to do? And it just seems like, it just seems like what they're doing now, Filani and, uh, and Favreau, it's just like going, they know what the fans want. They're listening. Um, and they're really just going like, all right, we're expanding the story. We're connecting things. We're, we're keeping things as canon as possible. I mean, there's just a lot of things that they're trying to do. And, uh, you know, to be honest, there are a lot of people that are enjoying it. I, I mean, it's funny when you look at the timeline, there's people that are just going, what the fuck? And then there's people that are going, holy shit, that's the best thing ever. And I'm, I'm, and I, I'm kind of in the middle, you know, I'm enjoying it. Uh, and I enjoyed today's episode. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, man, maybe it should have been a different approach when it came to a book of Boba Fett. I don't know. I don't know. There's just, uh, I don't know. You can't please everybody, but it is pretty interesting how they're, they're, they're taking this whole thing. But, uh, yeah. So go read that, uh, article from, um, from Colbert. I mean, I totally agree. Like they're trying to really appeal to the canon as much as possible, which can actually sacrifice, you know, the plot of what they're trying to do too, because now I'm kind of going like, all right, what was Boba Fett doing again? Okay. It's been two episodes. I kind of forgot what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, what was the whole thing? I, I can't remember now, you know, but I can't say that I w- it was pretty fucking awesome seeing Luke, Ahsoka, Grogu and doing Jedi shit. And yes, he did some things that, you know, that of course was nostalgic and it was kind of like, oh shit. So yeah. It's going to be interesting to see Tim uh, Grogu growing up. What's that going to be like when he starts actually talking and he's not all cute and adorable anymore? Now he just looks like a... Is he going to look like Yoda? I mean, what's he going to be like when he starts talking? How's that voice going to be? Because obviously Yoda was very, very old. And, you know, his species... I mean, obviously Grogu's like 50 years old, but he's still very much a child. But, you know, there's a cool little thing that they did, you know, when it came to the the the, uh, Man- the Mandalorian Mondo and um, Mando and uh, and Grogu's like connection that they had. They, they kind of touched on that, which made you kind of go, oh, because, you know, we saw the end of season two of Mandalorian. I mean, if you didn't fucking well up, uh, you don't have a soul when he took off his helmet and they were looking at each other and. Yeah, Grogu really touched his face and shit like that. I mean, come on. I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. My God. All right. So there you go. I enjoyed the episode, but I could see people's concerns, you know. Um, But for the most part, did enjoy it. So, okay. There we go with all the topics. Let's go to the... uh, Let's go to the uh, questions. Oh, yeah. And by the way, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mrs. Colbert. Happy birthday, Amanda Colbert. Yes, it's her birthday today. So uh, happy birthday, Amanda. I don't know if she's watching right now, but, uh, you know, I'll send her a message. But I didn't want to forget about that, of course. So. Um, yeah, hopefully she's having a birthday. Steven, you better be cooking dinner. You better be on your fucking game tonight. Just saying. Just saying. Happy birthday, Amanda. Happy birthday, Amanda. Um, anyways. Okay, here we go. Let's go to the Twitter questions. Mr. Brad Karan. Karan. Doesn't... The complete sell-off of Warner Media. Oh wait, did I, this is is this the wrong one? I think this is the wrong one. Yeah, I, I was like I read this last night. Sorry, I was clicking the wrong thing here. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Here we go. Is it this? There we go. 
I, I tend to do that. Here we go. Brad Curran, the, the updated question. So with John Henry Irons on Superman and Lois, what are your thoughts on the timeless masterpiece that is the 1997 Steel movie? <laughs> oh, man. I watched that movie probably once, maybe a couple other times. It's, um, I mean, Steel movie, it's Shaq. What can you do? It's Shaq. I'm Steel. I'm Steel. That's right. I'm Steel. Um, I hope they can do an updated Steel movie. That'd be pretty sweet because let's face it, the, um, yeah, that one was just, it was 1997. What can he do? Also, since Hugh Jackman got the perfect send off in Logan, I really hope Wolverine doesn't appear in the multiverse of madness. I agree. I agree. Him and Patrick Stewart. I don't want them to show up. But who knows what's going to happen. Mr. Darren, Mr. Laugh Now, Cry Later. I was thinking about how the marketing for Deadpool 1 and 2 was amazing. Why do you think Disney Marvel hasn't jumped on the third movie yet? And would they let Reynolds and his team handle the promotions? They fucking better because Ryan Reynolds and his people, they are marketing geniuses. So they should really just give him free range to do whatever he wants whenever that happens. Hopefully it happens, right? Captain Gator Girl. Um, hi, Dave. Now that I've watched all of Shazam, I've been wondering something if they had been able to get Henry in it at the end, but we would have gotten the CGI disaster around Henry's mouth. Ugh. Would people have been more willing to endure it because we actually got Henry? Nah, I don't know. That would have been that would have been that would have brought back like bad memories. From the beginning of Justice League. I don't think that would have been a good idea. Um, you know. I mean that the logistics of all that. Is you know. Well, that could be a whole thing. Um, which I've told some of you guys. <laughs> I've told members mainly. When it comes to that. Mr. Eric and Blake. Now let me get this straight. Battenson says. Uh, he's only doing original content. But he's doing a Batman franchise. Yes. But, you know, it's an original take, I guess you could say. Maybe. I don't know. Um, you know, sometimes you just say things. They say things and stuff like that. Anyways, Batflex says he's only doing original content. People say it means Flash is his last appearance. Like I said Sunday night, maybe he's just playing it by ear. Well, I mean, anything's possible, of course. But, you know, whatever he wants to do. Uh, no wonder Ezra's going at the media thinking Batfleck is done. Yeah, I mean, maybe he had a conversation, maybe something. I don't know. There's always something possible. You know, whatever Ben wants to do, I'm down for it, okay? I'm down for his original content. I'm down for him being Batman again, but, you know, we'll see. We shall see. Edward, hey, Dave. So the photos of J.K. Simmons as Jim Gordon seems seems like to be a flashback. It is. What if we uh, do see Affleck's Batman in the flashback? Also, in the flashback, we might see Gordon's wife be killed by Firefly. That's what I'm kind of thinking, too. I was like, ooh, something, you know, when we see the uh, the building and it's supposed to be there where they live, it seems like, seems like um, that's probably going to be the case. That is my guess. Cooper Knox, about Ezra Miller's Instagram posts. On the one hand, it's probably just some tomfoolery, for sure. I mean, like I said, he's a firecracker, and that's perfectly fine. On the other hand, something could be afoot with it. On the third hand, somebody really needs to take weed away from Miller. Nah, he's having a good time. Smoke a bowl with him. Why not? 
Chunky uh, Dixter, I love your name. At this rate, I wouldn't be shocked if Ezra just randomly leaks the entire movie. Nah, he wouldn't do that. He'd get in so much trouble if he did. Uh, Andrew Casali, on the topic of Ezra Miller, what are your thoughts on the previous Flash actors before him, John Wesley's ship? Oh, man, I love this fucking costume. I don't care what anybody says. This is a fantastic Flash costume. It's better than this one. I'm just saying... Better than this one. Um, I love this Flash costume. Uh, I love the show. I watched it when I was a kid. When um, when DC Universe came about, they had the episodes on there. I rewatched them. Um, really dug it. Yeah. I, but I just love this costume. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I don't care. I think it's a great Flash costume. All red and then the lightning bolts and the emblem on there. I think it's a great costume. I really do. And I hope he actually shows up, too, in the Flash movie. I think he should. I think he should. Save it for the camera. <laughs> save, it for, save it for the camera roll. There you go. Ezra Miller. <laughs> it's just a good... It's a, His face is just fucking hilarious. I love it. I love it. Ryan, you mentioned not seeing Jungle Book or Cruella yet. I think you'll dig Jungle Book. It has a Metallica-infused score, which is amazing. I did listen to that. Nothing else matters, right? Cruella is Joker with a Disney twist. The soundtrack is also amazing. This is your assignment. Do it. Yes, I know. I need to watch. I need to catch up on my Disney live-action movies. I know. I've just never been, like, fully into all that, you know? Uh, Andreas. I wonder if Ezra's post possibly is a hint of the Joker showing up in the Flash for a last laugh. It sure gives Joker vibes. Well, I mean, if they're going to use a Joker, I mean, it would have to be Leto. Let's keep it on Leto. If that's actually going to be the case, I think it's a long shot. Again, I think it's just Ezra having fun. That's my take from this whole thing. But all of a sudden, if we're going to see Leto doing some crazy shit, that would be that would be okay. That'd be cool, but... And you know Leto. Leto's also a bit of a firecracker himself. Joseph, maybe two of the KKK members Ezra killed were Emmerich and Sarnoff. <laughs> Zing, bum bum. Steve, Ezra must know something the public doesn't know yet. Yes, he knows the entire plot of the Flash movie. <clears throat> Mike, Supes Kenobi. In the span of a week, Ezra Miller has threatened the KKK and has potentially leaked that Affleck isn't actually finished as batman did not see that on my two 2022 bingo card could be could he be hinting uh, to conversations with zaslav i don't think there's any conversations with the actors that zaslav is having right now remember stobbs uh xmas post yeah i wouldn't even take any uh confirmation with stob seems like stob is just doing some art stuff he's working with liz wonder i wouldn't even give too much to that either i'm just trying to say don't get we can't, we got to keep, you got to tame the, the hype and the expectations because you're only going to be met with disappointment. That's why I always say, even with Zaslav coming in, we've been burned before when it came to Sarnoff, when it came to Hamada. Some people would say that Kylar, Kylar burned them. I don't, I'm not in that boat. I think Kylar did what he had to do um, and will still do what he has to do. I don't think Kylar's going anywhere, to be honest. Brendan, you have sources. So here's my question. What does that even mean? I know, I know, yeah. But, you know, when it comes to sources, I'm just saying, keep your excitement tamed a little bit. Yes, it's interesting. Now just let's just take it day by day. Don't get too overly excited about it. Doesn't mean anything. Does not. It could just be, I mean, like I said, 
Ezra Miller's a bit of a firecracker. Let's not get too crazy about it. Um, I've always been one of those people that says, like, don't don't over, you know, because you're just going to be met with disappointment. But I know there's going to be people that are going to run with this thing and be like, oh, it's happening. It's happening. And it's like, relax, relax, you know. Let's just uh, keep it, keep it day by day. I mean, that's what's so that's what's fun about it, though. It's just the talking about it, the discussions about it. That's why I love doing this, this stream. I love talking about it. And then, of course, when it comes to the vodka stream, I get to get other people's perspectives on it and we have a discussion about it. I mean, that's what I like about it is the fact that it creates discussion. I mean, it doesn't mean that, oh, when you know people just automatically think it's all happening. You know, those people are met with disappointment a lot. That's why I think that's why they, you know, sometimes some of those guys turn on, you know, turn to a very bad side where they start dogpiling on people and, you know, really being bad when it comes to uh, their social media personas. Me, I just like to just discuss this stuff and just have fun with it. Really, just have fun with it. Ezra Miller is having fun right now. Okay. And he's going to have more fun. I mean, he, I can't even imagine what's get, what what what's, what his Instagram is going to be like when we get closer and closer to the Flash movie. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be insane. God knows what he's going to post on that thing. But you know, if he's going to take a page out of Zack Snyder's playbook of how to hype up something, by all fucking means, do it, please. Take I I I w- I hope he does that, and he does it in his own way, because. It's Ezra Miller. <laughs> Take a page out of Zack Snyder's playbook of hyping things up the way that he does with cryptic shit. Why not? Why not? Because now, guess what's happening? Ezra Miller is currently trending right now. I see it. I see it because uh, I have the Twitter page in the background right here. Ezra Miller is currently trending right now. Okay? There, it might win over some people to be like, well, maybe I should uh, not shit on this Flash movie 24-7. Huh. Maybe I shouldn't do that. You know, maybe I should relax on it and see where this goes. Maybe. Maybe that'll help. Guess time will tell, guys. Time will tell. All right, guys. I'm going to wrap up this uh, show tonight. I appreciate you guys clicking in with me and spending some time with me. Uh, Of course, it's Wednesday, so no Film Junkie Live tomorrow. But, of course, uh, Patreon. I'll uh, post an exclusive uh, audio on there for you guys tomorrow with uh, with some stuff. So if you want to go, uh, if you want to go support that, I surely would appreciate it. Hopefully, put some more original stuff on there that I'm kind of thinking about. And uh, yeah, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Everything. If you want to um, become a member, hit that join button. Do all that. And then, of course, the film junkie closet down below. So yes, guys. I mean, I wish I could say I'm seeing a movie tomorrow, but I'm gonna go see a comedian tomorrow instead. So. That's what's going to be happening. So I'll see you guys in the vodka stream, of course, this uh, this Friday. And uh, Patreon, on my little exclusive audio, I will let you know who the guest is. And uh, we'll have some fun with that. So, all right, guys. Love you. Talk to you later.